Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. to the September 27th edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Coach Alan Dorito, the head soccer coach at De La Salle for the boys and the director of coaching at Soccer Innovations of America. We always start off our show with a prayer and so in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thanks for letting us be here uh, right now amidst all the tragedy uh, that we're still suffering through. We know you're still with us. Please could you help uh, all the communities that are trying to rebuild to have all the resources that they need to rebuild. Please could you help this virus to go away. Um, but we really want to spend our spe- send our special prayers to the Savion family as we lost one of the Louisiana greats in Luis dying. And uh, I pray that this show will be able to do him honor. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And yes, everybody, that's the truth. Luis Sabion has died. Now, Luis, uh, he's originally from Honduras. Uh, he, he had a huge impact, especially in the post-Katrina uh, Louisiana soccer era. Okay? Um, uh, we've been really blessed to have some good coaching directors in my lifetime. Uh, Luis was one of them. Uh, Luis took off over after Sam Snow. And uh, Sam Snow kind of brought Louisiana to the modern era. And then Luis uh, basically was, was hell-bent that he was going to make Olympic development program first class. And he also he also um, uh, just had an amazing career. Um, I don't think – I think he was always underemployed, all right, and uh, that's just my opinion uh, because the guy was a mastermind in soccer. All right, um, he left Louisiana to go coach for where? FC Dallas, okay, uh, their organization. I mean, that's that tells you a lot right there. Everybody listens to this show knows how good FC Dallas, or basically North Texas is, and, um, and uh, this East Texas uh, power that they have. And he, I think he would have been unemployed there. Uh, we were blessed to have him come back uh, to Louisiana to, to finish with, Turned out to be his last days, uh, but he's an inspiration to me because really, although my wife and I have been talking about retiring a little bit as we get old, as I get older, it's getting harder to do this job. But this guy here, he did it to the very end, and if he would have lived to to 110, I think he would still be on the sidelines. He loves soccer that much. Uh, I first got to know Coach Luis uh, when he was a head coach at Rummel. And uh, his son was playing for Rummel, and it was just a different kind of Rummel uh, when he was there. Okay, uh, Rummel was always uh, a tough out. Uh, it was he, it was a tough out when he was there, too. But the, uh, the tactics that 
were being implemented and the style of play and the development of the players on the field, um, their awareness of where they were on the field was just top notch. And, you know, this was the age um, uh, when Jesuit uh, was dominating everything, okay? Actually, Jesuit and De La Salle, all right? I was at Brother Martin at the time. And, uh, and uh, he really... Uh, was a shining star in the Catholic League, uh, a fleeting star, though. He didn't stay very long. His main focus was his son, and then he went back to the clubs, and, uh, uh, and the rest is history, y'all. Uh, I'm going to deeply miss him. He gave me my first chance, uh, and really uh, the only chance I've taken for the ODP. Uh, he brought me in right after the hurricane, and we really got along like bread and butter. I'm kind of the opposite of him, I'm really eccentric and loud, and uh, I get a lot of criticism for that. But even though I wasn't his style of coach, he was glad to have me on board, and I really do appreciate it. I grew a lot uh, as an ODP coach, and not only that, I got a chance to have my eyes open to the full soccer picture out there. If you're just coaching high school, you guys who just coach high school, there's two more worlds out there you got to kind of get familiar with. One is the club soccer scene, but the other is that national pipeline scene, you know, um, uh, state coaches, uh, coaching formation, and trying to work uh, your way up the ladder in U.S. youth soccer. Uh, and now we have U.S. soccer as well. So there's another realm out there, and, and you would be – you would be doing yourself a great service by exposing yourself to it. So that way you can kind of know, you know, everything that is going on out there. Coach Luis introduced me to all of this, and uh, I wound up starting a soccer club called Soccer Innovations of America uh, after his influence, and uh, I wound up becoming just a much better high school coach than I ever have been uh, by knowing him. Well, enough about me and my tribute to him. Um, when we come back, we're going to be listening to a guy I saw as an ODP coach start his career, Ryan Lazaro. He's the director of coaching at Slido Youth uh, Soccer Club, and he's going to give us his tender memories on not just uh, coaching with Coach Luis, but being one of his players as well. And it's worth a listen. So we're going to take a break, and when we return, we'll listen to Coach Ron Lazaro on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. All right, everybody, we're here with uh, with the uh, director of coaching at, for Slido Youth Soccer and one of our best ODP coaches, Coach Ryan Lazaro. He's also the head girls coach at North Shore High School. Welcome back to the show, Coach. How you doing? Glad to be back. Yeah, I wish we were, we were getting together to talk about something else, but uh, unfortunately we're talking about the passing of, of, of a guy that I know meant a lot to you too. Um, uh, first and foremost, uh, I, I, when, in your life, what kind of effect did uh, Coach Sabion have? 
Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think a lot of people know this. And, you know, I was telling my wife the other day uh, and actually some other coaches, Luis actually helped me start my coaching career. Um, you know, when I stopped playing college ball, you know, Luis was my former coach and he contacted me and, and was my, my very first coaching course instructor. Uh, he, helped, he, he was the main man to, to get me into coaching ODP. He helped me, you know, start my apprenticeship with the coaching education, which is how I became an instructor. So for me, Luis was much more than just a normal coach or, you know, a guy you see on the field. I mean, he really was the the gentleman that started and helped my career grow. And, you know, the, the friendships developed over the years and, you know, living in Texas and bringing him back to Slidell. I really learned so much from him and, and was very honored and, and very grateful and thankful for him uh, jump-starting my career. You know what I find kind of weird uh, now looking back on his life is that uh, he ended his career coaching with you guys at Slidell. How in the world did that happen? Yeah, so actually we ran into each other. Uh, you know, when he went from being a LSA director, he went back to Texas and unfortunately lost track for a couple of years. And we ran into each other in Tuscaloosa, Alabama at an ODP regional camp. And of course, we hugged and, and you know, had dinner that night. And that's when he expressed the interest. He goes, I want to be back closer to family. And do you have anything open in Slidell? I, I literally, <laughs> <laughs> I called my president and I said, look, all hands on deck, whatever it takes, we got to bring Luis back. That night, maybe it wasn't that night, but it was literally like within 24 hours, we offered him a contract uh, to come back to Slidell. So, I mean, from the moment he said, I want to come back, uh, and we were still at ODP regional camp, we had a contract in his hand to bring him back because we knew uh, the value he brings to not just, uh, you know, player development, coach development, but I got to be honest, I, I don't I can't think of another coach that had that raw passion every single day. And, and you, you just feed off of it. And he, he just brought so much to the table. And we were very fortunate to bring him back. Look, um, one thing, one quality I, I think that is endearing to him is his humility. You know, um, one day uh, I was scouting Pope John Paul because my nephew was playing for them. And this is a few years back. And uh, and I just I just noticed that man they're playing I've seen this before, and then uh, uh, I look to the sideline and here he is with his calm demeanor standing on the sidelines, not the head coach, okay, letting the head coach coach, but you could tell that he had an effect on the players on the field, and it wasn't above him to go and be an assistant coach on a. a, a um, Division Four high school team, and uh, what, what was your experience about his humility coming to basically work for you? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, obviously, uh, I don't want to say circle of life, but you know, here when I first started ODP in two thousand four, I mean, I I followed Luis like a lost puppy. Uh, I mean, I just tried to learn everything I could off of him, and then to come back and and just accept, hey, I'm willing to be a staff coach. Uh, and we made him assistant director of the club. But, I mean, him and I were always, I mean, every day before training, we would talk about, you know, man, did you read this? Or, man, I didn't know that. And we were sharing books, and I was giving him some books of mine, and he was giving me some books of, of his, which took a while to translate because a lot of them were Spanish. But, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, just, I think, you know, the, the, like I said, the, going back to that passion, he just wanted to be on the field. I don't think he really cared about rules, uh, responsibility, uh, he, or, you know, title. It just, just to get on the field and teach was his passion. I don't think, you know, it didn't matter. Assistant director, director, you know, staff coach, janitor, it didn't matter. As long as he was on the field, I think that's what made him happy. All right, what is your favorite memory of him? Oh wow, uh, I think that's very. Ooh, that's that's a tough one. Um, I, I do. I, I don't know. It's it's definitely a memory that burns in my head. We were, we were my very first ODP event. Uh, I you know of course I was still very very young and learning the game, and I was in the middle of. A session and Luis was telling me well you got to sort this out and I turned to him I said I don't know how to sort it out and he basically said figure it out and I was I was a little upset because I'm like well I didn't know what I was doing I needed help but what that ultimately forced me to do and I look back at it forced me to to really you know hey you, you just hey make the decision you read the game understand what's happening and as much as I may have been upset at that moment, I look back and I'm like, wow, that was really, you know, I, it was a teachable moment for me. You know, it, it was just on the spur. You need to figure it out, take responsibility for whatever decision you make and grow from it. If you made a mistake, okay, it is what it is. Next session, next game, you don't make the same mistake. Uh, it, again, it, it was just one of those memories that, that still lives within me. I mean, we've had, lots of great dinners and his wife cooking for us and helping him move back to Slidell and the conversations. There were a lot of good memories, but at least in my coaching career, that one really still lives deep in me because it just, it, again, just forced you to be like, hey, just got to do it. Yeah, a lot of people coach soccer, but he was a soccer coach, you know, and, uh, and just being with him, uh, made you better. I, I don't know about you, but like I'm still using things I've learned from him on the sidelines, uh, technical and tactical, you know. And uh, to me, he's going to be uh, uh, never forgotten. What do you think his legacy is going to be for you? Or for Louisiana? Do you have – what do you think is his number one contribution? Well, for, for – yeah, for me, it's going to be wanting to replicate – and, and again, I keep using the same word because again, I, I just don't see it on an everyday basis from other coaches. It's it was just that passion, that the happiness, the I mean, just every single session he was given one hundred and twenty percent, and the way he loved the kids, the coaching education. Uh, I mean, I was very fortunate to not just for him to be an instructor, but actually working as an instructor with him as he got older, as I got older, excuse me, and just seeing how he presented and you know, the knowledge and just always, always learning. That's what I hope that I can replicate. Um, you know, as far as Louisiana, I think, uh, and again, I, it's not just Louisiana, it's, it's the world, United States, the world, uh, you know, every club he's touched and, and every, all the players' hearts he's touched. It, it's good. It, it, as you said, the world is uh, a lesser place now, but uh, I, I really hope that, you know, I really hope that his family's doing well and, you know, he is coaching some sort of team up in heaven. So, Oh, right. <laughs> you, 
Yeah, I, I, I get that. And uh, I was taught a long time ago that you should leave a place better than you found it. And there is no doubt about it. Um, he, to me, was one of the catalysts of bringing, uh, continuing Sam Snow's work uh, of trying to bring Louisiana to the forefront of Region 3 in the in the country. And, and uh, I think we are all better for knowing him. God rest his soul. Absolutely. Well, Coach, thank you for coming on the show, and I wish you the best with this uh, crazy club season with the Hurricanes and uh, with your upcoming uh, high school season at North North Shore. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on today. No problem. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, everybody, that was Coach Ryan Lazaro, one of the the up-and-coming stars of Louisiana soccer. And uh, that memory that – he was talking about I was there uh, when it, when the, on that ODP uh, um, clinic where uh, I saw Ryan grow exponentially at that time as as a young coach and and a lot of it was really because of Luis's style of of the only way you can really learn is not to sit down and watch you have to be thrown into the deep end of the pool and see if you can swim and uh, and he was there with the life preserver uh, to fix everything what a wonderful wonderful uh, memory. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear the memories of another uh, coaching director of Louisiana, uh, Mark Godwin, the, the guy who took over after Luis left on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're we're uh, very very happy to have on board with us uh, the associate director of coaching for the state of Florida, uh, and one of our former directors here in Louisiana, Coach Mark Godwin. W- welcome back to the show, Coach. Thanks, Alan. It's great to be here. All right, so we're here to honor Coach uh, Sabion, obviously. And uh, um, my first question to you is, what kind of effect did he have on your life? Well, you know, he'd been coaching in Louisiana for some time when I first got there and, you know, kind of was a, a mentor to me when I was coming through the the younger coaching ranks uh, in Louisiana myself. Um, you know, he eventually became the, uh, the state technical director for the Louisiana Soccer Association. And uh, I was very fortunate to work with him with the Olympic Development Program help create the um, the mini camp that we used to have and bring in some wonderful coaches from, you know, around the country and around the world for that fact. Um, with the likes of Jill Ellis, our former women's national team coach, coming in to work with our, our, you know, Louisiana Olympic Development Program players and her older brother, Paul, who was a, another mentor of mine. I, I, I grew up with the Ellis family many, many years ago. But Luis had a huge impact on everybody around him. He, he was that type of guy, Alan. You know, I, I think anyone who, who had the opportunity to work or, or be coached by Luis, you know, had that love for him because he was that type of person. And, and I can't speak enough of it. You know, it, the impact he had on, on everyone around him, you know, he just basically had that love of the game himself and he passed that on to everyone. And, and, and that's one of our biggest challenges as coaches is, 
is, you know, sometimes we come across players who, who don't have that love of the game. And part of our responsibility of coaches is, is to pass on our love to them and get them involved and, 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 and totally inspired and, and move on to bigger and greater things in the game. And Luis, Luis was that kind of guy. He really was. What do you think is his greatest legacy to Louisiana soccer? I think with, within coaching education, um, because I know that was one of the, the most passionate things he, he, he did out there. and He loved to share his, his knowledge with, with other coaches and, and bring them along the coaching pathway. I think that was the, the greatest impact he had. And, and, and there's no doubt about it. When he was out there in front of a group of coaches, he was in his element. You know, he, he inspired so many to want to go on to further education. It wasn't just about that course that he was teaching. It was always about the future and creating a pathway for these coaches. Um, and, and, and that was one thing I loved to do, you know, with, with Luis was work alongside him. Um, he certainly gave me a few pointers along the way on how to deliver um, coaching courses to adults because uh, it's different to coach adults than it is coaching players um, and, and, and teaching in those environments. And, and, and Luis, he, he just had a way about him with it. He did, and I, I just – his demeanor on the sidelines is uh, – it is something he used to be the head coach at Rummel High School, and and uh, and Rummel's had some pretty eccentric coaches before, and then but he uh, just sits on the sidelines, has his finger on his face, and he's making tactical decisions and adjustments that just blow your mind, and uh, without screaming and yelling. And uh, have you had a chance to coach on the sideline with him? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, obviously, through ODP, I was able to sit on the bench with him many, many times. When I was uh, coaching specific age groups at ODP and Luis was our, our state technical director, he'd come and sit alongside me and and, and, and just the way, you, it, it was such a relaxed approach. You know, he, he never lost it out there uh, as some of us do on the sidelines. <laughs> he, he took it all in his, his path and, and, and basically um, was able to see the big picture. Uh, and that was another thing that I got from him. You know, it, it was just how relaxed he was on the sidelines and his approach to coaching in games. Because there's, a, a, again, a big difference between coaching games and coaching training sessions. And, and he was able to do both very, very well. Yeah, I, I'm glad you made that point because uh, that, that, that is a distinction I never thought of before until you, you just said it. He's totally different on the sidelines than he is in in, uh, in an adult course and then when he's with the little kids. I just, uh, I don't know about you, but I just found his smile infectious and it would just yeah. bleed on. Yeah, his, his positive reinforcement, and that was one thing that I think is huge today, because as coaches, we, we, we sometimes get caught up on the negative. You know, we see something go wrong and we have to coach that. But Luis was, was a, a, a dab hand at, at going out there and saying, that was fantastic, loved it. You know, great job out there. Can, can we see some more of that? You know, and, and, and that we, we all know players respond so well to positive reinforcement. I don't think we do it enough. And I think uh, Luis was certainly one who, who set some standards there as well. Amen. Uh, before we let you go, what is your favorite memory of him? Oh, <laughs> so many. Um, but there, there, there was one that, um, you know, I, I think stands out. We were we were running the uh, the mini camp in, in Alexandria and um, we, we had some, shall we say, aquatic engineer issues, getting water to the fields. And... Uh, 
watching him and, and myself carry these water containers all over the place. It, it was hilarious. And, and I, I think we probably ended up wearing more of the cold water than we did actually putting it out on the fields. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we had fun, but we were rushing around trying to get that job done uh, and making sure all our players were hydrated. But, you know, he, he, he would... He's basically the guy, nothing was too much for him. You know, he would do the dirty jobs out there. Uh, and, and again, that's that's important in our, in our role. We, I know we've we got to be servant leaders and lead by example. And, and, and Luis typified that. And, and you know, I, I'm going to say it now, you know, he's going to be sorely missed by so many people, so many people. And uh, I can't speak enough of it. All right. Well, Coach, I appreciate you taking your, your time out uh, to honor him. And uh, and I met you through him, and I appreciated that uh, with him. He introduced me, too, to a bigger world. And anyhow, uh, your career is still just uh, a sky, uh, going skyward, and I hope you the, uh, that you have the very best as you move on forward. And, um, and please remember to keep us in mind here in Louisiana. I'm, I'm never going to forget Louisiana. Coach, uh, again, thank you for your time. And um, – and God bless you and your family. Thanks, Adam. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, well, that was Coach Mark Godwin, and what a wonderful uh, tribute uh, to Coach Luis. Um, sometimes there's just no words, and I was just really blessed that uh, that Coach Lazaro and Coach Godwin had, had the right words to say so that we really can um, not – I'm a Christian, so I don't really believe we're bidding him adieu. I'm sure that he's up there being a patron saint for Louisiana. And and don't forget, he did coach in Houston, too, uh, uh, for soccer in the Gulf Coast region. And he will be very, very sorely missed. And he will not be forgotten by the coaches who have coached with him and the people who have played for him. And plus, I I really uh, want to just tell the family that that we're praying for you all. And that I uh, uh, wish you all the best. With the, with the saying that, y'all, I'm going to tell you, say goodbye for this week on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. This is Coach Alan DeRetter. Uh, I look forward to seeing y'all next week. Bye-bye.